There is an ancient tradition dating to the Middle Ages that oftentimes for an Easter homily, the priest should tell some sort of joke. And you know that it's like an ancient tradition because there's a Latin name for it. It's called the Rises Pasqualis, the Easter laugh. So here we go. Um, there was this catechism class and a teacher was teaching this class, her grade three class, about the resurrection of Jesus. So she explained how Jesus, after he died, was placed into the tomb. The stone was rolled over the tomb. But the next morning, the tomb, Jesus rose from the dead, and then the stone was opened and Jesus walked out of the tomb. And the teacher asked her class, class, what do you think was the first thing Jesus said when he left the tomb? And at the back of the class, little Susie puts up her hand and starts waving it. And the teacher said, points to her and says, yes, Susie, what did Jesus say? Please tell us what Jesus said when he stepped out of the tomb after he had risen from the dead. And Susie stood up, put her arms out and said, ta-da. So the purpose of this Easter laugh is to remind us, of course, that Easter is all about joy. We're joyful today because we remember that Christ is risen from the dead, that life has conquered over death. Today is a day of joy. Today is a day for us to renew our faith in the resurrection of Jesus. This is the single most important thing that we believe. As St. Paul said in 1 Corinthians, if Christ didn't rise from the dead, we're basically wasting our time. That's a paraphrase, but the resurrection is central to our belief. And today at this solemn Easter liturgy, we are surrounded by symbols that remind us of this joy. We have beautiful flowers. We have joyful music. I get to wear something gold, which is exciting for me. We have the Easter candle, which is a symbol of Jesus Christ risen from the dead, this flame atop it. Today is a day for us to renew our faith in the resurrection of Jesus, and this is meant to bring us joy. Today also is a day for us to renew our identity as baptized individuals. After the homily, we'll do a little something different than normal Sunday Masses. Instead of a creed, we're all going to stand and we're going to renew our baptismal promises. And after we've renewed our baptismal promises, I'm going to go through the church and sprinkle you with uh, holy water that was blessed last night at the Easter Vigil. So hopefully you have your rain jackets. Um, it'll be okay, I won't use too much. But it's a chance for us to remind ourselves today of our identity that we've been baptized. And because we've been baptized into the mystery of Jesus, as St. Paul tells us, we've been immersed into the passion, death, and resurrection of Jesus. Because Christ has died and risen, so too we will die and rise again. This gives us hope, this gives us joy. We remind ourselves of this identity today. St. John Paul II famously said that we, Christians, are an Easter people, and Alleluia is our song. So today is a day of joy. Today is a day to renew our faith in the resurrection and our identity. This joy in the resurrection is something we're meant to share with others. We heard today the beautiful gospel from St. John's Gospel about Mary Magdalene encountering Jesus at the tomb. Mary Magdalene, this great follower of Jesus who did not abandon Jesus as the others did while Jesus was on the cross. And she comes to the tomb early in the morning of the resurrection her heart is still filled with fear, with hopelessness, because she doesn't know that Jesus Christ has yet risen. And then we see this beautiful interaction between Mary and Jesus. And it's very interesting that Mary Magdalene 
does not at first recognize Jesus. Mary thinks that Jesus is a gardener. And of course, this detail from the gospel has given rise to many charming paintings where Mary Magdalene is interacting with someone who looks like a gardener. And in St. John's Gospel, it's the only gospel where Jesus is buried in a tomb that's placed in a garden. And ultimately, this, the fact that Mary is unable to recognize Jesus at first is meant to teach each of us that in our life as well, we encounter the risen Christ each and every day, but oftentimes we do not meet, we do not see him, we do not recognize him. Finally, it's not until Jesus calls Mary's name that she recognizes it is Christ and answers Rabuni in Hebrew, teacher. This very personal interaction, this personal moment, this too is meant to tell us that there's moments in our life when Jesus too calls our name and we can become more aware of the resurrection of Christ. But ultimately what happens at the end of the gospel is crucial. Mary does not stay there with Jesus. She wanted to, but Jesus sends her on a mission. Mary is sent to spread the good news that Jesus Christ is not dead, but is risen from the dead. Because of this, there's an ancient tradition dating to the early days of Christianity, where Mary Magdalene is called the Apostle to the Apostles. The Apostle to the Apostles, this great witness who was one of the first to spread the news of the resurrection of Jesus. So this joy that we receive on Easter is a joy that is meant to be shared with others. One important way that we share this joy with others is through acts of service, acts of love. The resurrection of Jesus, the Easter mystery, teaches us ultimately the true meaning of love and the power of love. Jesus going to his death on the cross was the ultimate act of sacrificial love. But we see what happens later. This true love leads to life, leads to goodness, leads to joy for others. We, of course, can use the word love in many ways. Sometimes it can, we can use it in a more emotional sense, something like this. But the resurrection of Jesus teaches us that true love, if we truly love somebody, it brings goodness and life into their lives. Ultimately, true love changes people for the better. And we can share this joy of the resurrection by reaching out to those around us with love, with service, and even with sacrifice. I'd like to share an example with you from my own childhood. Hopefully it's not too trivial, but I think for myself anyway, it represents how we can share this Easter joy with others. So I have a grandma who is 102 and always growing up, she put a lot of time and effort on Easter Sunday into making an Easter egg hunt for her grandchildren, for us. And she spent a lot of time making eggs, kind of creating these baskets for us, hiding the eggs. Later in life, she would get my uncle to do it if she couldn't. But she spent a lot of time, a lot of devotion in making this Easter egg hunt. And it was something that always brought us great joy. It's something we looked forward to. It always made us laugh, it made us smile. And my grandma was always so happy to see that her sacrifice, her time put into doing this, brought us joy. And now when I go visit, I don't get to hunt for the eggs myself, unfortunately but I have nephews and nieces who I can watch doing that, and they too share in this great joy. So it's just a small example of how these seemingly small acts of sacrifice, putting time, devotion, service into others, can really bring joy into the lives of those around us. And ultimately, Christ's resurrection shows us this. True love, true love that brings joy to others is sacrificial and it brings goodness into their lives. Today then on this great Easter Sunday, we remind ourselves of the truth of Jesus' resurrection. He
He is no longer dead, but he is alive. We remind ourselves also of our identity. As St. John Paul II said, we are an Easter people and Alleluia is our song. Let us today on this Easter day, share this joy of the resurrection with others by looking for ways that we can serve those around us.